Have you ever looked at someone thriving in their business and wondered, how did they do it? Have you ever thought that you can't have mental health and success? Have you doubted your own ability to create a financially thriving career that still has your well-being at the forefront? Well, welcome to the Boardroom Brain Podcast, where we tackle those very questions. I'm Dr. Lauren Cook, and I'm a clinical psychologist and speaker that takes you behind the business and inside the minds of today's most successful and personally thriving leaders. We're taking a look at our guests' secrets to success, how they bounce back when they've been knocked down, and what advice they have for you. Oh, and I've got another motive too. As a clinician and company consultant who frequently sees employees struggling mentally and knocking on the door of burnout, I'm invested in having conversations about how we can bring more wellness into company culture. I want to make sure that everyone has the absolute best work experience that we all can have, and I believe that includes making sure our businesses are invested in their employees as people, not just as time card stampers and payroll lists. So get excited to listen, learn, and leverage your own leadership skills. These conversations will help you tap into your own bravery while helping you reprioritize your sense of well-being, both at work and when you're off the clock. So step inside the conference room with me and welcome to the boardroom. Your brain is about to get a major bonus. All right. Welcome everyone to the Boardroom Brain Podcast. We are so excited to have you here. I am joined by the lovely Amy Jordan today. I want to tell you a little bit about our guests before we dive in. So Amy is a Pilates visionary, entrepreneur, inventor, and above all, a proud mother of two. Her guiding belief when it comes to wellness You are perfect wherever you are today. And her goal is to empower you to have the best experience in your own skin. And this is precisely what happened when Amy began practicing Pilates in 2006 as she journeyed through a difficult time in her own life. Her workout soon became her passion and she left her career as an entertainment marketing executive to open her own first high energy Pilates studio in 2008. Now established in 2011, Wunderbar Pilates continues to build a community of devoted clients like myself and inspired team members at all of its brick and mortar locations. In 2017, Wunderbar went worldwide with the creation of Wunderbar On Demand, a translation of the work we do on the Wunderformer into a dynamic repertoire for the mat. So Amy, thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks for inviting me. I'm so happy to be here and for us to be talking on this rainy morning in Los Angeles. None of us know what to do with it. I know. I know. I kind of love it. I mean, I I feel like I want to do a happy dance just seeing us finally get some good rain here. I think we're getting it all in one day and then it's going to be done. I know. I know. We'll take it all while we can. And I love that you're actually in the studio. Tell us where you are today. So this is in Montrose, California. This is my hometown. And this was my first studio that I opened in 2008. And then we converted it into a Wunderbar studio when I created the machine that I'm sitting on and uh, patented the Wunderformer. So we transformed all of the studios that I had into Wunderbar locations and we continue growing across the nation. It's really exciting. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah, I first became familiar with Wunderbar through ClassPass when I was living in San Diego. That's the location I went to. And now that I'm in Pasadena, I'm all the time at the Green Street location. I've even tried to get my husband into it. We're working on that piece. Um, You know, the men love it once you just get them to cross the threshold, because there is this perception that Pilates is for women, that it was created and you know, invented by a man back in the 1920s. It was used first on wounded soldiers in World War II. 
And so it's very funny that has become such this, you know, ideology that, oh, it must be just for women and it's stretching and it's all of this when in fact it's great for everybody and anybody. And when the men come in here and the first class, they're usually hooked. It just takes that little nudge to get them into the studio. I agree. I'm so glad that you say that because I really think it is for everybody. And I have to tell you, he thought it was super hard. He was not prepared for how challenging the workout is. I don't think any of us are. I surprised myself. I was in class yesterday and I was like, oh God, that is so hard. (laughs) It comes up. It comes up. I know. Well, I'm so curious as we look at your journey from going from an entertainment marketing executive to kind of doing the 180, starting your own company. I'm curious to hear what made you want to make a shift and, and how did you actually do it? So I was in entertainment marketing. I was running Marvel Studios. You may have heard of this company. All of their marketing efforts from movie trailers to being on set and, you know, at all the premieres, doing all the glamorous things. And I really was just kind of having this internal journey about like, what am I actually adding to the world? Am I doing good in the world? Now, it was positive. It was fun. Don't get me wrong. We all enjoy, you know, our movies. We're fans of our favorite characters. And particularly Marvel holds a really special place in many people's hearts. But I really didn't feel like I was adding to positivity and goodness and improving people's lives. So I was going through a difficult time in my own life. And that's when I discovered Pilates. And it was this one hour a day where I felt really strong, really empowered, and really inside of my own skin, inside of my own body. And that wasn't an experience I was having elsewhere. So it helped me to get my feet back under me, get me stronger. And I thought, hey, you know what? I'm going to do this. I'm going to open a studio. It's going to be my little side project just for funsies, right? (laughs) Little side hustle. Right? Still do my entertainment thing. And it just really caught my heart on fire. Like, I absolutely love it. I always say that the experience of watching clients come in like this, downtrodden from whatever it is that's going on in their life, in their day, in their family, in their work, in the world now, and they leave this room with their shoulders back and their head held high, and they feel so good about what they just accomplished. They feel successful in this room because we really create an environment where we greet you where you're at. We want you to succeed exactly where you are at, not where your neighbor's at, not where you were last week. And being able to deliver people back out into the world that way was just, I knew it was my life's work, my life's passion. And that's how we got here today as far as the passion behind it and the drive behind it. But it really was just like, you know, by the skin of my teeth, opening these studios. When I opened this studio, there was not one stick of furniture in it other than my friend's mom's folding chairs. (laughs) And I would lay on my belly with my laptop to check people in or to work in between classes. I was teaching all of the classes when I started 42 hours a week and working full-time as a creative director at an ad agency. Oh my. That this little side hustle was going to do the trick to pay the bills. So I really had to put my money where my mouth is. I did not have any investors. I opened this company on my own. And when I opened the Pasadena studio that you mentioned, that was in 2009, about 18 months after I opened Montrose, this location here, I got down to $217 in my bank account. Oh, okay. And I believed that strongly in the work that was being done by myself. And then at that time, by the fantastic team I had working with me. And here we are today now with 10 locations streaming worldwide, you know, patented machine and 
Coming very soon, coming in Q2 of 2022, we have a new Pilates prop that's coming out called the Woundacore. Okay. So let's go follow Woundacore on Instagram and we'll be announcing very soon what that is and what it looks like, but we're really excited. So just keeping expanding and doing our best to reach as many people as possible to feel amazing in their own skin. That's the whole drive behind everything. Fantastic. Fantastic. And you know, what really strikes me, because I've been to a lot of Pilates classes, Wunderbar is different. It's different. I mean, the equipment is patented. It's a different kind of, I would say, elevated Pilates experience. And I'm curious, you know, as you established your business, what would you say has been the key to your success? Because so many people are so afraid to go out on their own to have about $200 left in their bank account. What do you think has been the secret to your success? Well, first of all, I'm so happy that that is your experience because that's certainly what we're aiming to provide. And the idea behind it was I looked first, right? So I have a marketing background. I looked first for what was missing in the marketplace. What did I personally want to see in the marketplace that wasn't there? And there was what I like to call like a slow methodology of Pilates where it's a great, great work, but was it a workout? I'm not really sure. I wasn't sweating. My heart wasn't, but it was super hard, but was that a workout? I don't know. Mm-hmm. And then there was this approach that's kind of this like pounded out, lunge, 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 pulse, pulse, pulse. And then it's like, well, that didn't feel really good in my body. I felt like I was kind of beating myself up and both were called Pilates, but didn't, they didn't really jive, you know? And so what I wanted to do was take what I loved about this environment, the pounded out. So I loved the energetic music. I loved the group camaraderie. I loved that it was an accessible price point for a lot of people, which traditional Pilates, which at the time was very um, significantly based in like privates or duets, it's $100 a workout, you know, very expensive. But I loved the biomechanics, the anatomy that you felt so good inside your skin leaving. And so I really brought those two together. Mm. So I think that if you're, you know, feeling inspired or really reevaluating your life as we all have been during the pandemic, how am I spending my time? Is this worthy of my time? Why am I driving an hour to this office job that I'm not really crazy about? You know, what am I doing with my time? You know, you really can evaluate and take pause and say like, what's missing in the marketplace that I love, that I want, that maybe I can provide and then just go for it because there's no time like the present, you know, it's never going to be earlier. It's never going to be sooner. Even if you think, Oh, I should have done this when I was younger. I should have done this at the beginning of my career. I had been in entertainment for 12 years. Mm -hmm. I was very successful. I was making a great salary. I was traveling the world, doing all these fabulous things. And maybe it would have been nicer if I had started teaching Pilates when I was 20, but that's not what was. Mm -hmm. So it's a really important thing to do to accept what is where you are in life what how old you are who cares give it a new start I started the first studio when I was probably like 31 32 mm-hmm. and then I patented my machine when I was probably around I'd have to do the math but somewhere around like 35 36 mm-hmm. and you know launching this prop I'm now 46 and I'm not embarrassed about my age because it's what is it's yeah. just what it is. I've lived all these years I've learned all these things I continue to grow and I continue to launch and I can continue to do my best to serve in movement because I so sincerely believe that movement heals. Mm -hmm. And that's what our next chapter with this wound core is all about is how can we reach even more people with healing movement Mm -hmm. 
so that you have a better day, that you feel better in your own skin and you feel more empowered to go about your business. Mm, So well said. And it really is such an evolution. I love your openness and your flexibility to see what each chapter unfolds. You know, sometimes I see that with my coaching clients in particular of like kind of getting in this box a bit, right? Of like, this is what I am. This is what I do. And as we grow and evolve those passions, those values, they change sometimes, right? And so I hear in that, okay, you listen to that feeling of like, "Hmm, I'm not sure if what I'm doing in entertainment is quite working right now. Let's go try something else. Let's follow that passion and continuing to do that. It's just a beautiful journey. So that is really cool to hear. And you can use your learnings from whatever you did. So it doesn't sound like entertainment would serve in the Pilates environment. But the funny thing is it really does because I, you know, learned how to lead a team when I was in entertainment. I learned how to market and communicate and, you know, have um, attention grabbing visuals to then market a Pilates brand. So it all dovetails into a beautiful, you know, experience and none of it is time wasted. And I, I think that's a really important thing to take note of is that whatever you've been doing is not time wasted. You can take from it what serves you in your next chapter. And like, honestly, sitting here feels so funny in a blazer because (laughs) it's not my life anymore. And be told I had to borrow this from a team member because I don't even own a blazer anymore. Like legit, legit, I'm teaching class after this interview in my Pilates tank. So I love it. It is where we're at, you know, we're just creating a new life and a new experience and stretchy pants are a lot more comfortable than blazers and heels. I got to say it's a oh, real, yeah. it's a real I win. Might, I might have pink fuzzy slippers on underneath this uh, video. Well done. Camera. Well done, right? There we go. There we go. Well, and I know you've been very open about this idea of healing movement. And, you know, I, I learned even more about you recently I got in the mail, the USC Health uh, Magazine. I'm a Trojan. I got my master's at USC, although it's a little bit of a conflict because I went to UCLA for undergrad and I'm like a diehard Bruin. The house divided. It is internally divided too. But I'm so glad that I read that magazine. You were on the cover of it and I read about your story. You've been very open recently about your experience going through cervical cancer And I'm curious to hear more, one, how you're doing, and and two, how you talk about using healing, especially when we're in crisis. Uh, I'm curious to hear more about that experience for you. I think that's so funny that it just dropped on your doorstep. Yes, I've I've received many, many texts and phone calls and even just clients walking in with their magazine and handing it to me. I have to say, it's not how I anticipated landing my first magazine cover, but, you know, we'll take it. It's It's a little lemonade moment, we'll call it. Um, yeah, it was during the pandemic that I was diagnosed with a really rare and aggressive form of cervical cancer. And, you know, it seemed kind of like, really, like, could we pile on anymore? All the businesses were closed. I'm homeschooling a kindergartner and a fourth grader or third grader rather. I mean, it was just, it was too much. It really was overwhelming and it was lightning speed because from diagnosis to my first nine hour day of chemo, it was six days. There wasn't really a time, and for you as a mental health professional, like there wasn't time for my brain to process this information. I'm still working through it, Um, but I'm completely cancer-free, so grateful. Um, It's really nothing short of a miracle to be sitting here with you, to be back to teaching, doing what I love, raising my kids, you know, 
it's a tremendous gift. I don't take it lightly. And I do know and believe sincerely and have been told by my oncologist, multiple surgeons, all of the doctors that I've worked with along the way, radiologists, that the reason I was able to come through the really aggressive treatment course that I had successfully mm-hmm. was in large part due to how healthy I was going in. So this whole idea of healing movement is so important as a path to just be on in general, as a course to be on in life. In the event that something comes up, you're equipped to fight with everything you have and keep living the life you love. Mm-hmm. And during illness, it was a tremendous part of my healing journey. Mm-hmm. So I was not able to move every day. I never want to pretend that I was out there, you know, getting my Pilates on every day. Absolutely not. There were many days in bed, sick, you know, vomiting, like really like 90 hours of chemo. Wasn't exactly doing, uh, you know, any <laughs> Pilates on those days. Yeah. But I'll tell you what, on the days I could, I was. Mm-hmm. And you may have seen, um, there are several workout videos in which I actually recorded like full workouts with not one hair on my head. Yes. I and, did see that. You know, we talked about it internally with my team because I had a, a glorious wig, you know, similar to your beautiful hair, I had this gorgeous long blonde wig. And we talked about it. Like, should I put it on? It's more representative of what my appearance was prior to being diagnosed you know, and then we really just netted out at, I would like to visibly represent number one, what is accepting what is and where I am. And number two, sorry if I get emotional, but like creating a very obvious invitation to people in health crisis to come move with us and do what you can, because you don't see that represented very well. And for very understandable and um, honorable reasons, people oftentimes go very quiet or retreat into the background when they're healing with absolute respect and admiration for whatever your healing process is. I felt like with the platform that I have and the, um, the ability I had to share what I was going through to help other people move when they're ill, whether it's cancer or any sort for, sort of illness that they're going through, I wanted them to very visibly quickly see that Wundabar Pilates is a place where we welcome you and celebrate you no matter what. And I now have a team member working out with me who just beat ovarian cancer. And she comes, she might be here at noon today. She comes to this class and she is comfortable coming in without her wig Mm. because we've created a space in which you are welcome exactly as you are. So if you're recovering from surgeries, we've got tools to help you. If you're recovering from a, from a really you know, intense crisis, like a cancer journey, we have skills to help you. If you're coming back, just not just from, but if you're coming back from a C-section, we know how to tend to postpartum women. And we are here to support you exactly where you're at. And doing my work and being you know, moderately public about my journey, that was the goal, was to invite people to understand and learn and know that movement is healing and is a part of that process with your doctors, with your surgery, with the medications, in my case, with the crystals and the meditation and the essential oils. It's, it's not either or, and I feel like we get so invested in, well, I'm a holistic person or, well, I'm a better living through chemistry person. It's like, you know what? 
bring it all together and benefit from any and all of it to heal your body, your mind, your spirit. And that's, that's what I hoped to share and invite people to do in the event that they felt like they couldn't move, that maybe they could, maybe one day of their journey, they could maybe 10 minutes of their journey, they could. And I wanted to create a safe space to demonstrate that in my own experience and letting them know that they can come do that with us. Oh, Amy, that is profound. And I, I think that is so transformative that you are creating that space for each and every person, no matter where they're at in the journey. And I love that you speak to, to incorporating all the elements, right? I see that so much as a psychologist of folks thinking therapy or psychiatry. I swear by my naturopathic doctor all day, right? Like it's all these things together. And so the fact that you are creating this really this safe haven at Wunderbar, I just think is, is an incredible thing. And it takes courage to share your journey. And, and I have no doubt that you are, are changing lives and doing that. And you are just offering such a source of healing for so many people. So thank you for sharing. Um, it means a lot to me and I'm sure it does for others too. And it's my honor and my gift. I, I really see it as a gift that I pulled through this and I'm so grateful and happy to be able to share it with people. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and that makes me think, you know, because I see so many people putting their physical health and their mental health on the back burner. I mean, that's really why I do a lot of corporate work because I see so many people not making time for their physical and mental health, right? Like we will work 12 hours a day and oh, didn't have time for the class, like too bad. What, what message do you have for the person who's listening to this podcast today who just canceled going to their, their class or who says, oh, I'll do therapy in a few months, who's putting their healing on the back burner? I think it's so important to understand that you'll be more productive and have a better experience in your work and in your family and in your friendships and in all of your relationships mm-hmm. if you're coming at it from a healthier place mentally and physically. So your back will ache less sitting in your chair, right? As you're sitting at your desk or standing at your desk. Your heart will ache less if you're mentally healthy and you will have a better experience in all of your days and all of your moments, whether it is, you know, time on your own or time at at your job. But believing that it's an either or equation is not going to bring you peace and healing. And in my own experience of um, I just started psychology when I was about 40. So I've been doing it for about five plus years now. And it was a tremendous help and support to me through those years and certainly through this cancer journey. And I really feel like if you don't tend to it when you first see that there's an issue or maybe when you're a bit younger, I really just didn't have an option at 40. It's kind of like this pressure valve and things were really getting um, out of whack in my personal relationships and in my personal life. And it became just kind of a point where it was like no option anymore. And I really wish I had known more and understood more about psychology to get support and help earlier on for mental health, to not get to the point where it really was an absolute necessity, where I could have gotten to a point where it was less crisis and more treatment because it would have been faster and more effective sooner. Mm -hmm. rather than waiting for this kind of like breaking point. And the same applies to health and movement, right? If you're waiting until you've thrown your back out for the last time, if you're waiting until your knee fails you because you've not been able to support it Mm 
with other musculature around it. If you're waiting for your neck to stop hurting because you're all of us, myself included, on gadgets all day, if you're not unwinding and, and finding the back line of your body, your body will do it for you. Your body will require that it happens. Your body will shut down, close down as your mind will. And so it's important for us to take pause and take reflection on, hey, what, what do I need today? And like I said, you're gonna be more productive, happier and more peaceful in all other areas of your life if you're, if you're tending to that and not, not skipping it. On the same note, I'd like to add to not criticize and beat yourself up if you do skip it. Because that's what I hear a lot of walking through the door. I think everyone thinks I have this expectation of them that they have a perfectly clean eating habit and that they never skip a workout and they're like embarrassed to tell me. And I'm like, dude, you're here today. So happy you're here today. Thanks for walking the door. Thanks for making the time. I'm thrilled to see you. And I think that's something that we all can offer ourselves grace in, you know, whatever it is we've, we've done or not done. I read something recently. It might've even been on your page about breaking the day into quarters Mm. and and not saying like, oh, this day is trash or, oh, I've ruined my eating for the day. It's like, okay, you know, you had, you ate that or you skipped that workout, but can you get 10 minutes of movement in later today? Yeah. What can you do that will help you reset, help you feel better? And that's part of the reason why we offer 10 minute workouts either for free on my Instagram page or as part of our Windabar on demand subscription. We have 30 minute workouts, we have 10 minute workouts and do whatever part you can do that day and feel really good about it. I, I love that. And, you know, one of my favorite mottos is some is better than none because so many of us get into this all or nothing thinking, right? Of like, I'm either running a marathon or I'm sitting on the couch 10 hours. And it's like, there's so much in the in-between, right? And so I love that you offer those 10-minute options, just taking those steps, you know? It doesn't have to be this huge, dr- drastic change in your life. It can be baby steps, right? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And speaking of baby steps, I know you're a mom and, you know, a lot of women in particular, but men as well, you know, I find that a lot of young professionals wonder, how am I going to be able to do it all, right? We were kind of just speaking a little bit about this hustle culture of feeling like we have to do everything 110%. I'm curious to hear about your experience as a business owner, as a mom, how you, I'm sure you get this question a lot, but it's one that I think many of us are struggling to find a good answer sometimes. How do you manage it? I think it's important always to offer yourself grace. You know, we hold ourselves to these really insane standards and the idea of balance, I I think it's poppycock. It's absolutely, (laughs) you're never going to hit it. You're never going to reach it and you're going to be chasing it and chasing it and chasing it. And you're not going to be able to do it all every day. And so that's the way I look at it is that on the days I need support with work, you know, I tap on my amazing team and they step in and Frankly, they do it as good or better than I can achieve it, right? And on the days that I need help with my children, I'll reach out to their dad or I'll reach out to other family members or friends. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I have my tribe of mamas and we all support each other. I'll even reach out directly to my kids and be like, you know what, guys, mom really needs to get this done. So for the next 20 minutes, I need you to read, you know, no shame, get on your iPad, do whatever you need to do for me to accomplish what I need to do. 
and not try to do it all every single day. So there are some days when I can really focus on work and spend a lot of hours on work and maybe it's a shoot day and everyone knows that that is where my focus is. And then there's other days where my team knows it is a kid focused day because of this reason. And I try not to um, ex- set the expectation that I'm going to do it all every day. And there are certain things that I have just had to let go of. I have a lot of mommy friends who throw amazing Pinterest worthy parties, like epic, beautiful balloon arches and all the custom things and this and that. And I'm like, I tried and it was making me crazy. And I have released that, that my kids get beautiful, fun parties, but I promise you they're not Instagram ready. And that's okay. <laughs> because we have fun and we celebrate the kids with their friends. But I think there's a certain number of things that you can also choose to release. It wasn't bringing me any joy. My kids really didn't care, you know, if the cupcake things had their name on it or just had a cute picture on it. You have to learn what doesn't serve you and your family and your work and what to release and what is really important. And that's where you can focus your energy and attention on. Mm-hmm. So I think it's, I think that's a good thing to do is instead of expecting you to be all of the things, choose Sometimes, what works you works for you and then choose the days where you're setting your focus. That's great, great advice. I love that. Well, oh my goodness. I feel like we could keep talking for a while. I mean, we have just learned so much from you today. I'm eternally grateful that we've gotten to have this conversation. I'm curious if you could share how we can get in touch with you and tell us a little bit more about this Wonder Core coming out. How can people connect with you? Fabulous. So yes, please, you can follow us on Instagram at Wundabar Pilates or I am at, at Amy Jordan Official. And you can also find us on Facebook and Twitter. We just launched our Woundacore page. So you might be one of the very few to start following it. Um, and that's a great way to reach us, ask us questions. We respond to DMs. We respond to comments on our posts. But it's <clears throat> a great way to just stay informed about what's coming up next. Um, and our websites are woundabar.com or woundabarondemand.com. And now woundacore.com. So you can I- in all of those places and each of those pages will direct back to the others. So if you want to remember just one of those, you can do windabar.com and find everything at that page. Wonderful, wonderful. A little pun there, I suppose. Wonderful. Uh, I love a good pun every now and then. Well, I got to tell you, I think it's my sign from the universe because you're literally probably 20, 30 minutes away from me. I think I can make your 12 o'clock class. So I think I got to come in person and, and meet you in person. All right. That would be amazing. Please come. Put on your stretchy pants. <laughs> I will. Maybe my fuzzy socks too. It's all good. Thank you, Amy. Take good care. Thank you so much for tuning in for today's episode of the Boardroom Brain Podcast. Let's cultivate those networking skills starting today. Share this episode with someone who could benefit from listening and leave a comment and review to let me know what you think. Subscribe to get all the latest episodes and don't hesitate to tell me who you'd love to hear on the podcast. Don't forget that you're always welcome to watch the YouTube version of these episodes as well if you'd like to experience this conversation visually. I always welcome your feedback and I hope today's dialogue sparked your own insights. Here's to fostering those healthy brains, both in the boardroom and beyond.